I'm George Faust. I'm Karaski Melvin, and this is Inside Cajun Nation. KLFY and the University of Louisiana at Lafayette present Inside Cajun Nation. Sponsored by Dudley DeBosier, official injury lawyers of the Louisiana Rage and Cajuns. Welcome to Inside Cajun Nation. I am Karaski Melvin. Tonight, Cajun Volleyball plays in its first postseason tournament in program history. Plus, the Cajun men's basketball team goes down to the wire in New Orleans. But first, let's go bowling. And by that, I mean the college football bowl season. Louisiana will play in a bowl for a record-setting fifth straight season. The Cajuns will play Houston in the Radiance Independence Bowl in Shreveport on December 23rd. Louisiana finished the season at 500, 6-6 six six overall, 4-4 four four in conference. They won their last two conference games by a combined 47-point margin. It's the, again, fifth consecutive year the Cajuns have played in a bowl game, and it's the first time Louisiana has played in the Shreveport-hosted Independence Bowl. They're going to play a Cougar team who finished 7-5 and, and finished tied for fourth place in the American Athletic Conference. Here are members of the Cajuns team reacting to the December matchup. You know, yeah, we're, we're really excited um, to get the opportunity to play in the Independence Bowl. Um, you know, for our kids, you know, this is the fifth year in a row getting to go to a bowl game. Um, certainly the Independence Bowl has got a long history. Um, a lot of really good football games and, uh, you know, I have memories from whenever I was a kid watching the Independence Bowl and, uh, you know, I think for us getting to play, you know, we talked about how bad we wanted to earn that extra game, how bad we wanted that, the bowl game, the 13th game. Uh, and for us getting to do it in state against a really good opponent like Houston, it just, it just makes it even better. So um, I'm excited for our players, you know, excited for this staff and for this team to get one more opportunity to go do it. And, uh, you know, getting to do it in, in Louisiana, in Shreveport just makes it even better. The game is just, I was just actually downstairs who was just talking about the bowl game. The bowl game, I feel like that's uh, the biggest thing we harp on during the bowl game. And also, Coach Dez harp on is have fun. You know, having fun with your teammates, enjoying the quality time with your teammates. You know, because it's my last one. You know, it's been a long six years. <laughs> a long six years, you know, but this is my last one. I'm ready to enjoy it with my teammates, you know, and come out victorious. All that this team has been through this year and past seasons, you know, to finish off like that and go out with a win, that's, that's, that's an amazing feeling. I have a ton of respect for, for Houston and for that program and what they've done. And uh, for us, I think it's a it's a matchup we can get excited about for sure. You know, I mean, our players, you know, we'd have been we'd have been happy to play anywhere, anybody. I mean, honestly. Um, but, you know, the reality of it is when you play a team like Houston that, you know, certainly them moving up to the Big 12, um, all those things that go into it. But then, you know, I mean, just the brand Houston and the name and recognition and for a lot of our kids, Louisiana, East Texas kids. I mean, they're all familiar with Houston. So for us, it's just it's a it's a great situation for us to get to go and go play a really good team. To volleyball now, the Cajuns played their first postseason tournament in program history. That was the National Invitational Volleyball Championship. Louisiana's first round opponent was South Dakota State on Friday. Now. Cajuns were down a set. Cammie Hicks and Emery Judkins would combine on a block. Cajuns would take set two. And then in set three, Judkins would get the kill to put the Cajuns on top. This match would go to a fifth set. And in that set, Massa Shireman closes the door on the match. Tournament ends for the Cajuns in five sets. Coming up on Inside Cajun Nation, we hit the hardwood with men's and women's college basketball. This portion of Cajun Nation is brought to you by Lafayette Coca-Cola Bottling. 
Welcome back. Coming into the week, the Cajun men's basketball team at, would play three of their next four games at home this week and next week. Cajuns started off by welcoming the NAIA national champs Loyola on Tuesday. Loyola of New Orleans. For that game, head coach Bob Marlin was honored for his 450th Division I win, and that was in the Dome previously. On to this game, Cajuns on the break. Themis Falks gets the outlet pass, and he finishes. He was 5 for 8 on the floor. Later in the half, Jordan Brown hits a jumper. He had 27 points to lead all scores. Cajuns scored the first 14 points, and they led by 11 at the break. Then second half, Folks with a teardrop, finished the night with 11. Cajuns rolling this one as we light up the scoreboard there on that one. They win 104-70. to It's the ninth win the Cajuns have had over the Wolfpack. It's good to be home. We, we were glad to be back home dressed in white, playing in, in front of our home crowd, uh, having the longest winning streak in school history start the season in 33 years. We just set a school record for wins in November. So uh, uh, something this team's going to take a lot of pride in. I think we all had a drive just to uh, really shake back this game. And uh, it was a statement game just to uh, off of our last, uh, last first loss. So. Statement game coming back. On Saturday, the Cajuns played at UNO. Jordan Johnson using the finger roll that puts the privateers on top. This is late in the second half. And now tied at 74. Johnson jacks up a three that unties things. Final few seconds, the Cajuns are down by one. Jalen Dalcourt drives to the lane. He is fouled. He hits his free throws, and Louisiana takes the lead again. Johnson would attempt a last second heave but it falls short. Cajuns escape the Crescent City with a 78-77 win. Greg Williams led the team in scoring with a career-high 27 points. On to women's college basketball. The Raging Cajun women played LSU Shreveport in the ninth annual education game Tuesday. Kadiana students were in attendance taking in the action. It was definitely all to see of everyone just on their feet, cheering and things of that nature. A great time, and the Cajuns definitely gave a great show. Kyra Wynn collects a loose ball, puts it in the bucket. This is first quarter action. Then in the second quarter, Jalen James delivers a dime to Alicia Blanton, had a team high 14. Louisiana up six in the second. Nubia Benedict spots and drops a three ball. Benedict would later use a spin move there, goes to the glass. She had nine on the game. Cajuns up 20 in the closing seconds of the half. Tamara Johnson. Goes over the shoulder, gets the last bucket of the half. Cajun women gave the students a show, a 72-40 win. Blanton and Mariah Stewart, happy to play in front of the young fans. I loved it, you know, um, once upon a time, I was in their shoes, so just being in that atmosphere, you know, getting hyped up when they're yelling on free throws, timeouts, all that, it just, it gave me energy and I was really excited for it. It brings joy to me, honestly, to seeing like, they're happy to be here and I'm happy that they're here with the experience. And some of them, Coach said that some of them were in like in fourth grade and some of them wanted to play basketball. So it's just like, okay, they here, they seeing where they can possibly be in the future. So that's, that's the best part about it. Cajuns will look to extend the win streak from three to four when they hosted Louisiana Christian University on Saturday. Now, Cajuns would be on the break. Nubia Benedict gets the pass, she finishes, she had five in the game. Then Cajuns up by five, Tamara Johnson gets the layup. The Cajuns scored the first 10 points of this contest. 
But later on, Louisiana up by three in the second quarter. Johnson, 4-3 from long distance. She had a game-high 17. Louisiana, 62. Louisiana Christian, 46. We've got golf next on Inside Cajun Nation. We'll have an encore presentation of sports director George Faust. Interview with Cajun golf head coach Theo Sliman. Welcome back to Inside Cajun Nation, everyone. I'm George Faust, alongside the UL Headman's golf coach, Theo Sliman. Theo, thanks so much for your time again. As always, really enjoy chatting with you. Well, George, thanks. Uh, thanks for the support. Always look forward to coming on Cajun Nation and uh, particularly love to come brag on the boys. So thank, <laughs> thanks for having us. That's right. So, look, this, the season is wrapped up for the fall. Mm -hmm. uh, the next time we'll see you will be, what, in uh, February? Valentine's Day will be our next competition. So yeah, we a little so, bit of a break. So you got you got the holidays to kind of recoup, uh, maybe go practice a little yeah. on, on whatever you need. But uh, you guys wrapped up a phenomenal fall season. I think uh, kind of uh, it, are you impressed with how how it how it ended? And and obviously we're going to talk a little bit more about Hawaii because uh, that's where you just finished up. But uh, just in in general, the the fall season went how. Yeah, the fall season had, had some hiccups in it. Uh, we started off pretty slow. Um, we had a, a fifth-year senior, Hudson Dubinsky, was sidelined uh, the week before the season started with a, a hand injury, so that was a bit of a bummer. Uh, but he handled it with such positive attitude and really maturity, which uh, we'll get to at the end, how he, start, he helped us tremendously in our final event. But, uh, yeah, so we, we kind of just... Couldn't get anything going. Had one good round of tournament, nothing, just our, our final rounds were pretty poor, playing some kind of mediocre golf, and, and the ranking kind of a, showed it. And then uh, we got Hudson healthy and put him in the lineup for the final event in, 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 in Maui, and, uh, and the, he really sparked us. He came out, uh, the team played kind of poorly that first round um, as a collective group, but Hudson fired, in the fi being the five bag, shot 68. And you could see it, you know, that after the round, you could see his teammates just like, he's back, wow. And you could see some confidence build in the other, the other guys. And then, um, yeah, then, then we were kind of off to setting some records, which was pretty cool to be a part of. Um, uh, and let's talk a little bit about that, because that, that was the trip that I didn't get invited to. Um, but <laughs> Jessica Leger took your spot. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I guess Dr. Oh, Le Doc, she, Dr. Leger took I, your spot. I, I guess she's, what, she's like an associate athletic she's, director. Yeah, she's, she's, our, she's got a little rung up on me there. She's, uh, I get she's, it. she's our sport administrator. There you and, go. And she's really awesome for our program. <laughs> yeah, no, so. Right. So, so uh, I was just kidding, by the way. Don't, don't just you – at least you think I uh, actually – was thinking I was going on that trip. Uh, I was not. Um, but but talk about that. So you get to go to Hawaii and, and uh, quite the experience. And, and I, just from from the start to the finish, I mean, it, it turned out to be one of your more productive trips in the fall. Yes, it was. It was, um, like I said, we started off slow at Turning Stone. And then here in Squire Creek, we finished middle of the pack, 10 out of 20. And then, uh, then Gadsden came around and, and the team had the lead. Uh, going into the final round and kind of got slapped with the wet towel, but we finished third there. Then all of a sudden, after that tournament, you could see the guys say, hmm, we belong here. Mm -hmm. And then they followed up Tempest with a, with a fourth place finish, and then, then we did. We we're very lucky to go to, to Hawaii. We have uh, the support there of the administration. They realize and recognize that it's a, it's a big event, a big trip. It's a, it's a big recruiting tool, helps us tremendously on the recruiting trail. And, uh, and it doesn't count towards your competition days, although it counts towards your rankings, which is a huge plus as well. Um, 
And so we went out to Maui. It was a new tournament. We, we've been to Hawaii before, but we never played in this one. And, and, and called this coach there and kind of begged and pleaded for our fifth-year seniors to, to, to be able to experience a third island. They're pretty lucky. You know, yeah. Charlie Flynn and Hudson have been on three different islands competing for the Raging Cajuns. And Coach huh. Simpson, who, by the way, is going to come to the Louisiana Classics oh, cool. next year. Not this spring, but next, which is really neat. Uh, but the boys, the boys did. Hudson sparked us with a 68 that first round, and I, I can't remember exactly where we stood in the field. I think we were around 12th, and then had a, had a, had a much better performance the next day, um, shooting five under, following that that eight over uh, performance of that of that first five over performance of that first round, and then and then just off to the races the final round. It was pretty special. Eli Ortego had a, a bogey-free 63 school record. Nice. Um, lowest lowest round shot in program history, and that's that's something to be said. You know, when you mm -hmm. have the likes of just seeing inducting Mike Heinen into the Hall of Fame, right. Craig Perks, Greg Saunier, uh, some pretty some pretty strong players have come through this program, and he has his name on on top, and and it's pretty pretty special for him, pretty special for the team, and very special for the coach. Um, but it was a collective group as well, where we saw you know Charlie Flynn shoot 65 that same final round, and Jake Marler shot 69 in that final round, and we went on to shoot 17 under, uh, which was a, a program, program individual record, uh, along with 830, 54-hole stroke uh, program record as well. So wow. three records yeah. in one tournament makes that, <laughs> makes that eight-hour flight uh, Worth it, pretty huh? fun coming home. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and so, so you get a chance to, to kind of experience that. Eli just seems to be playing at a high level, right? I mean, he's always been special. We, mm -hmm. we kind of see that, and you've talked about it, and I, I've seen it. I mean, got to see him in high school, mm -hmm. uh, luckily enough, and, and, then, and then obviously with you guys. But does he have – like you mentioned some of those stellar names of, of Cajun lore. Uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, do you is, – is, is that – fair comparison? I mean, does, does he look like he could possibly uh, make a career out of that? No, uh, to answer that question, yes. Uh, very simple put, <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. Um, he, he checks all the boxes. Um, he's a very mature young man, very talented. Uh, I think most importantly, though, he, he wants to learn. Mm. Two th he wants to learn and he wants to compete. And when you, when you have that little recipe and you're willing to learn and you're willing to try things and you're willing to do things differently and, and experiment in, in, the, in the hopes to get better uh, and you have the drive to compete, that's a pretty nice little recipe. Um, and, and it's nice to see, you know, his teammates see that and, and, and he bring, he pulls, pull, he feeds off of them as well. Um, but yes, to, I guess long-windedly to answer your question, I do believe that Eli, Eli can definitely, um, he better make, a, make a, a run at the next level. Gotcha. Uh, I'll kick him in his butt if he does. <laughs> well, yeah, sure enough, he's 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 doing a great job and just watching. I, I mean, I haven't seen him play a lot of golf, but mm -hmm. uh, I've had a chance to kind of follow the the scores and I saw him in high school. I, mm -hmm. I, I've seen him a couple of times for when you guys play uh, here at the Louisiana Classics and things of that nature. So, uh, yeah, definitely a, a guy to keep your eye on, right? Mm -hmm. Take your pictures with him now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but you know, some, not and speaking of it as, as a collective group as well. Well, um, something I've never experienced in 15 years of coaching, that final round, or not that final round, that, that final tournament in the fall, mm -hmm. all five of our players shot in the 60s. Yeah. You know, and so when you can, you, you, typically you see a college team, the one, the two, the three guy might shoot in the 60s, and sure. then you got your four or five guy kind of 
hovering around par, maybe 75 or so. Sure. We had all five. I mean, Milan, That's the freshman, shot 67 in the second round. Just to reference Jake shooting 69, Charlie shooting 65, Hudson shooting 68, Eli shooting 63. That in itself uh, is an exciting um, to have in the in the in the bank. Yeah, that's, that's sure an enough. exciting thing to have in the bank as a team to know when you tee it up that all four of your teammates could potentially produce today. That frees you up, yeah. and um, it's exciting. Yeah, good stuff from Theo Sliman. He's the head golf coach for the Raging Cajuns. We're going to talk more with him in just a moment when we come back in 90 seconds here on Inside Cajun Nation. Don't go away. We're back. Welcome back to the show, Inside Cajun Nation. George Faust, Theo Sliman there. Thanks so much for staying up with us and enjoying uh, just a little bit of talk of Raging Cajun Golf, which quite impressive. They just returned uh, a couple weeks back uh, from Hawaii, their final tournament of the fall. So you, now you turn the page, you kind of take a break. And, and golf is one of these games where you, you don't really take a break, mm -hmm. right? Because you have to stay sharp. So the off season doesn't necessarily mean off. It just means you're not competing in a tournament. You, you want to come to the next team meeting? I, I would love to. <laughs> I would love to. Yeah. That'd be great. Uh, I'd love to just play around with it, you guys. That'd but you're fun. absolutely correct. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, we, we got back from our event. And, yes, we had, we had, had a nice event, nice end of the fall. Um, and that event, mind you, we were, we were eight under through the first 12 holes and shot even par that first round. So we fumbled. Mm. And wound up, wound up shooting, uh, shooting 22 under par, and finishing fourth. But sat the team down and talked about the off season. And I said, guys, I'm proud of you. We're excited. Let's celebrate this 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 shot in the arm. But I said, guys, my biggest concern is that y'all are okay and content and think we really accomplished something really big and and kind of get lazy over the off season. Mm. I want to go find why we why we fumbled the, the the eight under par in that first round and had we not we'd finish second. So my point is you hope and you in 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 a in a good end to the fall true good teams take that as a momentum builder and work yeah. harder and I think this team is made up of some true winners yeah. and I think they're going to they're going to it's really going to push them into the into the spring with a good off season. It's very much like football, where you know you want that bowl game because you get those 15 extra practices mm -hmm. that nobody else gets, or well, not everybody gets. Right. And uh, kind of that same mentality has to be, uh, I guess, transferred over and like, hey, we finished, but look, we've got a whole spring season, and, and that's that's when the. You know, you're, you're going to play in the summer. You, your goal is to get to the NCAAs, right? Yes. I mean, that's what you want. So to do that, you have to continue. you got to show up prepared. Continue to build. And, and luckily, you know, you had referenced Eli. I know Eli is going to go out to, to Arizona over the break mm -hmm. and spend some time with Ping. Um, Charlie is going to do – he's going to spend some time with a guy by the name of Mike Shannon out at, at TPC Sawgrass mm -hmm. and, and play in a couple tournaments over the break as well. Um, I know Hudson mentioned that he's going to probably stay down in Lafayette pretty much throughout the break for weather purposes, not go back to Missouri in the mm. cold. So I can see in all their eyes um, that that they're they're going to they're going to work over the over the break. In, in my limited limited capacity as a coach, I've coached a few things. I, it, it, what happens when when guys get older? You know, it's kind of like okay, uh, now the team is yours. Mm -hmm. You got you guys have to take over the team yeah. because I'm not the one competing. I'm I'm guiding you. I'm the manager. But I'm 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 uh, you guys have to own the team. 
Absolutely. Basically. And I, I assume that's what, you, what you're seeing from these guys. No, it, we are. And it's such a reward. You know, um, you know the, the disappointment, I guess, in coaching is when, when kids come in and, like, you had high expectations for them and, and maybe they just, for whatever reason, they're slow to the game, mm. whether that's expectations on the golf course or off the golf course. And then what's more of a reward is when they exceed your expectations. And I, we're seeing that with Hudson and Charlie. In a small nutshell, they're, they're, they're men. Charlie just had a 23rd birthday yesterday. Mm. Um, Hudson and Charlie have grown into men. Mm. And, and you can see it as fifth year seniors, they're, they're ready to leave. They want to leave something special here. Nice. And, and that, you're right, as a coach, that's what you want. You yeah. want, you want your, your seniors leading your locker room. Exactly. And, and so the, the seniors will have one last chance to experience the Louisiana Classics, one of the coolest tournaments, I think, uh, around because you get, you get a lot of different guys that come through, uh, teams that come through, and, and a lot of great opponents and mm -hmm. uh, competition that comes to Lafayette for that event. Uh, that's part of the spring season. What else? Uh, obviously, that's your highlight, I guess, because that's your one chance. Yeah, that's our home to event. host. Yeah, but we, we actually got kind of not caught, but <laughs> we were we, we agreed to co-host an event, and then they had a coaching change with the school that we were co-hosting, so they opted out of hosting. So it got thrown on <laughs> thrown on us to do the hosting duties, which we're fine with. We can handle it, but it's at, at Lake Lake Las Vegas, so uh, that'll be a fun fun trip and in, in, in a big big field, a lot of teams. But yes, the classics. You know, this year we have uh, the U.S. Amateur Champion, Sam Bennett. That's cool. So you're going to see a guy, he, he's like fifth in the country competing for his, you know, PGA Tour Q school. Uh, uh, here in college, they offer to the top top collegiate players, they get they get a PGA Tour card. Uh, so he, he, he won the tournament last year shooting 66, 66, 66. I picked on him. I said, man, I'd have shot 67 just not to have three sixes in a row. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> But uh, a neat thing we're going to do this year, George, and you've been around the Louisiana Classics yes. forever with us. Uh, it's going to be televised as all as it always is on ESPN Plus. But we're going to we're going to flip the nines on the final round. Hmm. So that's going to have the leaders tee off of ten. Oh wow! So can you imagine finishing on seven, eight? Most importantly, finishing nine. on hole nine, nine. Yeah. with a one-shot lead. Ooh. How hard is that hole going to be? The water up there, the front. Uh, and oh. then, uh, good friend of the program and friend of mine, Brian Saunier, uh, the physical therapist, who was a quarterback for uh, for us back in the in the '90s. He has a he's pretty passionate about. It. He wants to see a big he wants to see a big gallery around that ninth green. So I'm, I'm looking to the camera saying we need to get you guys <laughs> there you out there. Uh, but we're going to put some bleachers up. Oh, that's cool. Maybe get, maybe get some food and drink of choice. Hey, look, you guys got to carry the flag because, you know, Louisiana, uh, Louisiana, uh, Louisiana Open, Open, that's a good kinda, point. Kind of kinda, kinda, uh, had, had a, an adjustment there. So. Yeah, and the idea is to make number nine at, at, at uh, Oakbourne, make yeah. it the waste management you know, yeah, yeah, the, the, the yeah, yes. make it the waste management theme. Yeah, you're you know, right. Get some students out there. Get rowdy. A good shot is hit. Clap. A bad yeah. shot's hit. Yeah. Boo. Yeah. That, I mean, that would be fun. <laughs> you know. Well, you got to be careful too, because it's always a, a fine line when they're students. You still, you know? Yeah, true. <laughs> Don't want to boo them too bad, but I, it's all good though. Yes, yeah. I, I get it. Create the atmosphere yeah. and make it make it fun uh, for for everybody involved. 
Coach, thanks so much for the time. It always seems to fly by when you, when you come chat with us, but that's a good thing. Yes, thank you, George. I really appreciate all you do for our program. Uh, appreciate the support and looking forward to uh, come and speak again in the spring with some more good news. Excellent. Sounds like a plan. Hopefully the, the Cajuns will be competing for that Sunbelt Championship, get into the NCAAs, and Absolutely. we'll, we'll be uh, following you around there. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be fun, right? Sign me up. <laughs> there you go. Coach Theo Sliman, he's uh, the Raging Cajuns golf coach, and I am George Faust, and you have been watching Inside Cajun Nation. We'll see you next time right here on Inside Cajun Nation.